talk about upcoming stuff. Um, Does that ever become a problem? What? The semi-truck. Just the big ones. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just the really large semi-trucks. Welcome back to Grace Defined, a podcast where we build on the things we've learned, dig deeper into scripture, and talk about the ministry happenings of Grace Church. Grace Defined episodes are currently uploaded every other Tuesday at 10 a.m. For more information about Grace Church and any of our three locations, head over to allaboutgrace.org, or you can follow Grace Church on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back to Grace Defined. I'm your host, Zach Haynes, and today um, we have kind of a different episode. We're going to be meeting with the, the Grace Creative team, talking about Grace Music, um, joined, with, joined by Caleb Miller. Caleb is our Berlin Campus uh, audio tech director, director, tech director. I, was, I almost said the P word, and I was like, <laughs> nope, can't go there. <laughs> People um, should know what word you're probably talking about. Production. Yeah. <laughs> Insert the slasher. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, uh, how long have you been at, on staff at Grace? Um, I've been on staff full time for just over two years. Okay. Uh, and part time, I think it was two years before that. Okay. So about four years. Yeah, right on. Good deal. Yeah. We're going to do a combined fun fact with Uh-oh. you and the person to your left. Ah. Yeah. Who happens to be Ariel Miller? Is there a relation? Wait, same there? last name. <laughs> What's the relation? <laughs> yeah, Ariel's my wife. Okay. Wow. So Ariel Miller is our Millersburg campus worship director. How long have you been on staff? Excellent question. Two years, I think. Two years, I think, in January, full time as well. Um, I don't know what kind of capacity. I was kind of a casual part-time for a couple years before that, too. So I'm mm-hmm. probably about with Caleb four years. Okay. Because you did, like, photography and Yeah, it was very minimal, like, yeah. kind of part-time with cool. that first. So Right on. Well, your combined fun fact is you guys just had a baby. Yes. What, sure did. four months She's ago? three and a half months. Three, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share her name publicly? Yeah, or? sure. Okay. Her name is Rory. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah. She's cute. Uh, you can stalk Ariel's Instagram and find pictures, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then to my right is Austin Mast. Um, Austin was on the show for the School of Ministry episode Yep. Uh, with Larry. So Austin is our Berlin uh, campus worship director. Um also takes care of kind of Grace's uh, music ministry, the vision and mission, overall kind of central, whatever. Whatever you want to call that. Whatever you want to call that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Um, again, we're going to be talking about uh, Grace music. Um, this would be kind of like the worship culture and worship team stuff, anything pertaining to music that happens at Grace. Um so we're going to talk about that today. We wanted to kick it off with talking about our team values. This is probably the most important thing um, when it comes to being a part of our team. Um, our, our team values, our core values, uh, this really, everything that we do kind of hinges on our core values. So we wanted to talk about these. Um, I don't know how you guys handle um, 
bringing new people on, but this is always the first thing I show them. I don't go any further in the conversation until we've talked about the core values. So um, that's that's why I kind of put that first on the list. So um, <clears throat> let's just go through them real quick. We'll we'll talk about the title of each one. There's five of them, and then we can go a little bit deeper into each one. Um, Christ follower first, care over craft, excellence over perfection, collaboration over selfish ambition, and encounter over entertainment. So let's talk about Christ follower first. It's pretty self-explanatory, but what does that mean to us? Why did we spend so much time on coming up with these? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a couple things to to point out with this. Um, The first is we view people on stage, you know, as leaders in the church. And so because of that, we... um, it's 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 a requirement that they they have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ um, as their Lord and Savior. Um, and then the second thing, you know, quickly to note about this is that um, their relationship with Christ comes first and foremost above their ability to um, play an instrument or their ability to do sound or whatever um, on the team, um, that their relationship with Christ comes first. And so um, there is, you know, an expectation that people are maturing in their walk with Christ outside of Sunday mornings when we're together or Thursday evenings when we're together. Um, Obviously, like, we want to grow together also in those times, but um, our our personal relationship with Jesus uh, will come first. Mm-hmm. How do we live that out? Like, what's what's a practical application to maybe it's a rehearsal or a Sunday morning? How do we live this out as a team in our culture? Um, I know here at Sugar Creek we do, um, and I, I think you guys do it at Berlin and Millersburg too. But um, here at Sugar Creek we do team time on uh, during midweek rehearsal before rehearsal even starts. We kind of get our minds right by jumping into the scripture for the weekend, or if we're going through a study together. Um, so that's kind of how we cultivate that Christ um, follower first value in our team. How do you guys do it at Berlin and Millersburg? Um, so Millersburg, it's kind of a different um, setup than Berlin and Sugar Creek right now. So we are about to renovate our space, which is awesome, but you know, kind of leaves us without a space to do our Thursday night rehearsals. So we kind of, um, I do miss not having that team time, but, um, we have that time on Sunday mornings. We kind of circle up, um, with all the volunteers who come then, and we just kind of hear from one another, try to encourage one another. Um, yeah, often kind of ask whoever's preaching to give us a little excerpt of what they're talking about that day. And Mm -hmm. yeah, just kind of sharing a little bit about that and it kind of goes into the next one which is care over craft a little bit but that's mm-hmm. kind of our time together for now um yeah hopefully yeah. we'll have that team time once our building's all finished yeah awesome yeah berlin's kind of the same uh with thursday evening rehearsals we um usually there's it's one of two things either we are having what we call uh, highs and lows yeah. where we share um just a highlight of our week or a low light of our week. Um, and that really, yeah, as Ariel's saying, it, it feeds also into the second core value, care over craft, but it gives us an opportunity as a team to share what's going on in our lives and then and pray for each other. I think uh, it was Rocky uh, who 
used to be at Berlin as the worship director or pastor, he said that one of the most important things we can do on the team is pray together mm-hmm. um, to not undervalue that. Um, so it's either that or um, somebody, one of the leaders, Caleb, I, or one of our other worship leaders may bring a, a short devotional or um, read out some scripture for that week uh, as an encouragement. Yeah, awesome. Caleb, did you have anything to add to that? or? Not really. I think those highs and lows that we do is some of my favorite because I just love getting the opportunity to see into people's lives and like how I can actually pray for them because sometimes yeah. I have no idea and I'm just throwing a blanket prayer out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so cool. Some of the the moments that have been created with that, it's just been so, it's ministered to me yeah. and I'm sure it's ministered to others and it's just been impactful. Yeah. I love that. I know even just recently there was a time where it, it, it can sometimes feel like a highs and lows segment. It's like, oh, didn't come with anything prepared let's just do this and like I remember recently there was a night where we did highs and lows and I may have had that kind of mentality (laughs) but walked away with it being like wow that was awesome I mean just not because of what the struggles people are going through but because we were actually able to open up to each other and I think when you're in a ministry I mean we guard against this but only seeing each other Thursdays and Sundays we want to see each other more but like one way to guard against that is to, to be open about, you know, what's going on in our lives because it's more than, again, just what you're doing on the team. We, uh, Larry says this for staff. It's like, we don't want something, just something from people. We want something for them. Yeah. So, yeah. And that kind of is a perfect segue into our second core value, care over craft. Um, you know, when I think about caring over what we're doing, it's, it's building that relationship um, first with Jesus because our first core value is Christ follower first, but then second with the people that we're serving with. And that doesn't necessarily look like we're all best friends. Um, you know, there, there can be conflict at, at times, but how we handle that um, is a direct response to that care over craft value. Um, so <clears throat> what does that look like? What does that mean uh, to you guys? Uh, and just so you guys know, I think we're just going to talk about team values for this. I think we're like, as conversation keeps <laughs> yeah, going, yeah. I'm like, dude, this I is, noticed. we're, yeah, we're just going to talk about core values. Um, <clears throat> so what is the, the care of a craft? What does that value mean to you? How do you, how do we live that out on our team? Um, and then I love the stories too, um, that go along with those. So do you guys have any thoughts on that? Um, sure, I can come up with something. Um, I, I love this one because it's my biggest struggle. So carrying over craft, right? Mm-hmm. I am so focused as a person um, on like doing my job really well and making sure that I'm doing things with excellence. Um, and so sometimes I get caught up in all the tasks and things and I totally forget to care. Mm. Like I don't care about people sometimes <laughs> and I need to, right? So uh, I love this one because it, it reminds me that I need to focus on discipleship mm-hmm. and, and the Lord before what I'm doing yeah. on a Sunday morning or a Thursday night because that's what's important. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, Christ gave his life for us not so that we could do a good job on sound or with lyrics or something. Yeah, He did it so that we could be saved and, and live in community and grow together. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. those are some thoughts on care over craft for me. I mean, I think for me, it's just is it it really guards against burnout in our people. 
Um, yeah. You know, some of us have people that are serving on multiple teams, and I think it's just being uh, asking people to be very open, like when they're reaching before they reach that that point of burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, that we are leaders that would rather they tend to their mental, emotional, physical health, um, and not sacrifice that for um, their ability to, to serve um, mm-hmm. on a team. Yeah. And I think we try really hard as the directors in these roles to, um, <clears throat> so like my, my personal philosophy is that the volunteers at Sugar Creek are serving the church. I'm here to serve them. So I try really hard to cultivate that relationship where people can feel free to come to me if they, if they are struggling or if they're feeling burnout um, or whatever so that I can care for them. And it might look like me directly caring for them or me saying, hey, I can't care for you in that area. Here's somebody that can, finding the right avenues for that. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's interesting, like, <clears throat> excuse me, when we were talking about these core values, when we were sort of coming up with them, praying about them, uh, meditating on them, just trying to figure out like what, what lines up with scripture. Um, we kind of, we had a bunch of potential core values. And I think we, we, we kind of felt the Lord leading us to these five because they're the most important. And I love how like they kind of, there's like a succession. Each one feeds into the next. Well, the first two, I mean, go with uh, what Jesus calls the, the greatest command, the yeah. first one, Christ followers first love the Lord your God, mm-hmm. all your heart, soul, um, mind, strength, and, and uh, care over craft, he says, and the second is like this, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I mean, yeah. I think it was intentional, yeah, at least we, now yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> that it's about that. Um, yeah. first and second, yeah. Yep. Let's move into the third one, um, excellence over perfection. I feel like we do this one really well. Um, which in my mind lead it, the excellence over perfection kind of lends to bringing our best. Like Mm -hmm. we don't put so much pressure on our volunteers to be perfect, but in turn they're bringing their absolute best because they don't feel that pressure. Anytime I'm pressured to be perfect, I'm going to screw up and it's not even going to be excellent. Um, so, uh, excellence over perfection what does that look like for you guys? How do we, again, how do we live that out um, at each each of our locations and each of our roles? Um, I feel like for me, this is one I've been battling um, kind of since I started in worship ministry. I have that perfection tendency that I want to get everything just right and I can practice it enough that there will be no fault, there will be no error, and you know, I'm a people pleaser, so I want to make sure everyone's happy with what happened. Um, But for me, as I'm leading a team of volunteers or new people want to join the team, I hear over and over again, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I definitely can't do what you guys are doing. And I constantly, it's a reminder to me as I'm telling them as well, you know, we're not looking for perfection. We're just looking, as you said, Zach, to bring our best to the Lord. And we're looking for people who are passionate, who like the first two values are Christ followers first and we're caring for you, and we want to see you grow, um, and that's what we're looking for. It's not looking for the best of the best. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. that's great if that's what you also are, but that's secondary to coming with the right heart, coming yeah. with um, 
yeah, there needs to be a, a level like, you know, of things that we ask for. If you can do this, you can play like this, a click, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but I think for me, this has been huge personally to be like, you know, God is accepting my worship, mm -hmm. even though it's not going to be perfect today. Yeah. It's never going to be perfect. But um, if I give him my best, as you said, every single time, that's always going to be enough. I think, I think sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I was to say it guards against comparison comparison. Yeah. I think yeah. too. Like the main word I always go back to is is stewardship. Mm -hmm. It's just can you can you show up every week um saying with confidence, I've stewarded well the gifts and the opportunities God has given me um with with this. And yeah. so this one hits home for me the most because early on in my and I don't know if I've shared this with you guys, I think I have, but early on in my worship leading calling um this is the one that i tripped up with the most i i remember a, a wednesday night rehearsal at a at another church that i was interning at um i was 19 20 years old and i did not ex uh i didn't exercise excellence over perfection it was perfection all the time it had to sound perfect it had to sound just like the album recording like and so I will never forget, there was a midweek rehearsal. Um, the team, we got up on stage, we we're starting to run songs, and nobody was ready. Nobody was prepared. I wasn't even ready. Um, I was working two other jobs on top of my internship, and it was just, I was stressed. Everybody else was stressed. And I, I didn't totally lose my cool, but I lost my cool. And I am not kidding you when I say the whole flipping team walked. Everybody left the church like they just walked out of the building and i was like what the deuce <laughs> so what do i do you know and so i had to i had to recognize my faults um and then you know address it and fortunately we were able to reconcile those relationships i, I became really good friends with a lot of those uh, individuals some of them lost contact with but not because of of that situation but this one I think is is something that I because I have my own scars from myself in this one. This is one that I might take a little more seriously than some of the other core values that we have. Um, but anyway, moving on um, to the last two: collaboration over selfish ambition. Um, what does that mean for you guys? Um, yeah, this one could maybe be a little bit of an awkward one because you sometimes have to address the topic of submission to leadership. Mm -hmm. um, so as creatives, you want to create a space where people can, can be creative. So in sometimes um, being a leader that um, is, says you need to do this, this way, X, Y, and Z, and can't fall outside of those lines like that can strip somebody of their creativity of, of being able to express their love for Christ and the gifts they've been given. And so we as leaders want to create that space. Um, at the same time, we, we want to be in submission um, to uh, leadership at Grace Church. And so an example of that, that's on multiple levels. Like for me, as a worship leader, I am in submission to uh, the campus pastor or, um, like Larry, uh, pastor Larry, who's oftentimes the, the main worship leader. And so he wants changes done, um, on a Sunday. It's like, I'm going to be in submission to that. 
but he is also so like like his hands are also open yeah. like with giving us freedom to to do mm-hmm. things as well mm-hmm. yeah, and something w- i hear out of him a lot is principle or preference yeah like is this principle or is it just preference and we can pick it yeah. up as we go and i love that yeah it, it does allow collaboration yeah and you see it in jesus as well i mean yeah. jesus was in submission to the father in his ministry mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like you know we see jesus as an incredible leader as well it's like you know so yeah um Let's move on to the last one, Um, Encounter Over Entertainment. That one, I think, took a lot of shape and form, uh, formation through our conversations. It it looked a lot of different ways, but it always hit the same idea, the Mm -hmm. same theme. Um, So Encounter Over Entertainment. Um, Ariel, I think just in in my mind... um, the thing I appreciate about Millersburg campus the most is um, you guys don't have like the whole big light show. It's pretty and, pared and down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but the thing that I appreciate about that is anytime that I've got a chance to lead out there, which I think is only twice, um, man, people are, they're engaging, they're mm-hmm. encountering um, the Holy Spirit and they want to it's not a thing where like those lights and, and that is a distraction can you talk just a little bit about like what that feels like out there mm-hmm. um, what does that look like for your team um, yeah so um, for those of you who don't know uh, Millersburg campus we started in Jitters Coffee House in Millersburg so very humble beginnings we met there you know like once a month uh, we would set up every week tear down every week um, on Sundays and then, so now we're in a building that we have of our own. We're in what we call phase one of renovations. So it used to be an old grocery store, um, savings, or what is it? Save, save a, a lot. lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. save a lot. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, we still got those fluorescent lights, the whatever those awesome ceiling tiles are that just kind of pop up, <laughs> um, <laughs> original flooring, um, all those things. Um, but really, yeah, the it's hard to describe what it is other than just saying like it's the spirit of god in that space Mm -hmm. and the people that um the culture is hey we're just here to worship and we see god is moving in this community and that he's clearly called us here Mm -hmm. so we're just gonna serve him by whatever means like whatever we have at our disposal and so yeah, Millersburg on Sunday mornings, it looks like we have, you know, two just speakers on the sides. We have typically a pretty pared down band. Our biggest band is like a cajon, acoustic keys, some vocalists, mm. maybe a bass player every now and then. Um, and yeah, we we really, you know, as I mentioned before, we have a big renovation coming up where, you know, we'll have more of a building kind of similar to Sugar Creek, a uh, smaller scale of Berlin. Um, so that's something, you know, Rocky, Pastor Rocky and I are really processing and praying about is, you know, how do we continue to use what we've been given, what God is, you know, so clearly like blessing us with mm. as a church, as a campus, but continuing to maintain the, um, yeah, the desire to help people encounter Jesus yeah. rather than entertain, entertain them. Yeah, that's awesome. And a big thing with this value, all campuses is, is, um, guarding against the mentality that the only people that participate in the gathering are the people on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
anybody that shows up to church, they also have the ability to exhort and encourage. It's mm-hmm. not just Absolutely. up to the pastor. It's not just up to the worship leader. And it's not, it's not the mentality I show up, I receive, and I leave. It's like mm-hmm. we are the church, mm-hmm. um, even Monday through Saturday. But yeah. on Sunday morning, like you can pray for your friend that's struggling. And so yeah. we'll have times where people will give testimony or they'll give um, an encouraging word out of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, it's not just what happens on stage. It's, it's everybody that shows up can... Mm-hmm. Priesthood of all believers. Yeah, can encounter and can engage. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Well, let's move on to um, just a couple upcoming events. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left. Um, so we're getting ready to kick off First Wednesdays um, out at our Berlin campus. Austin, do you want to share just like time and sort of what to expect on that real quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, on the first Wednesday of every month, uh, we have usually a meal at six um, for people to come and eat. And then at seven, uh, we have our, what we call first Wednesday night of worship, where it's just another opportunity to get together and worship. Sometimes we will have somebody give a short, a a short message, but there's going to be a lot of singing, a lot of musical worship. Um, And so then a new thing we're also trying out this year is we're going to, on the third Wednesday of every month, have a worship gathering at Sugar Creek campus. Mm-hmm. Um, same time, there won't be a meal before on those, but um, same time, seven o'clock, uh, with yeah. the same same mentality yeah. mindset. Yeah. Um, first Wednesday at Berlin, there will also be kids. Yeah. Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third Wednesday, there won't be at Sugar at Sugar Creek. Yeah. Um, cool. October first, um, I'm super pumped about this. October first, we have the first ever Abide Worship Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to talk about this real quick. <laughs> what? Yee, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tickets are on sale. Uh, you can get those on, you can find those on Everbright or you can go to Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Everbright. What did I say? Everbright. Everbright. Lightbright. Whatever it is. <laughs> Everbright. Anyway, uh, Lightbright. Um, you can go to our website, abideconf, that's C O N F dot O R G. You can find the link there. Uh, you can also see the speakers' bios, and then um, we're going to host a night of worship that evening um, with Chris McClarney and the 412 Collective. Um, so the the worship conference starts at nine, um, and I've just been telling everybody like this is not just for worship leaders. Mm-hmm. This is for worship teams. This is for people who love engaging in singing through and worship through singing. Um, so. You can get tickets online uh, for the event and the night of worship, or you can get tickets for just the night of worship. Um, so if you got any more questions about that, you can reach out to me uh, or Austin. I'll have all of our contact information in the episode description. Um, so yeah, that's kind of all we got for this one. We'll come back and talk about some more worship stuff on a later episode. But until then, thank you guys for hanging out. You got Thanks. It. Yes, sir. All right. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to this episode of Grace Defined. Check out the episode description for any contact information that was talked about in the episode. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to Grace Defined on the listening platform of your choice. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.